Welcome, steamy steeds, frothy females, and non-binary beings to the grand opening of Steam and Cream. We welcome you. And Stan, I swear to God, if you don't get behind the counter and stop flirting with that brunette with the bangs, I'm going to murder you. Get behind the counter. Welcome to Steam and Cream. What can I get started for you today? Oh, I am so excited for your grand opening. I heard uh, that you're doing like a super hulock. Um, uh, what's what's the Sherlock? What's the Sherlock going on tonight? Oh, the Sherlock today is extra steamy, extra hot, mm. and uh, it's a coffee shop AU to go with our grand opening. Ooh, oh, that sounds really good. Uh, what's what's the pairing for that? The coffee pairing for that is a cafe affogata, which is uh, two shots of espresso and a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Is that because it really it's like the ice cream stops up the works and the espresso like helps you go? I mean, that's not a bad guess. Hi everyone, welcome to Stephen Cream. I'm Claire. And I'm Grace. And welcome to our Patreon feed. Thanks for being over 18. <laughs> we hope that worked out. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a way to do it. But at, at the very least, you had a credit card. So you're probably at least 16. We're not liable if you're We told you not 18. to come here. We told you not to come here. We told you specifically not to come here. Don't be here. But what I brought you, what uh, you ordered up yes. is a Sherlock Coffee Shop AU. And so for our Virgin episode, I've also included a virgin aspect so i'm here yes i'm taking away all of our virginities metaphorically in the reading of smut is it a john Locke? it is in fact a john Locke. okay i've learned a lot about john Locke recently again thanks to uh the internet and uh sarah said on youtube she's not my friend i just watch her a lot (laughs) it's a one-sided friendship she tells she was the one who told no she she told me about uh my immortal she's taught me a little bit about the hamilton fan fiction so our fic today is called one espresso, seven sugars. Ew. Right? That is not... Wait. Is that like a metaphor? Because uh, it sounds disgusting in reality. I I'm think, glad that's not what you gave no, me to pair this No, with. no, no. I thought about it and I was like, that's, <laughs> that's yucky. Um, for context, mm-hmm. uh, Sherlock and John are both younger, so probably like university age, college, college age. So they're like Oh, is this young. like a college campus coffee shop? Yes, that's the vibe I'm getting. Cute. They're, they're youngins. Um, but Sherlock is still Sherlock, and with his, like, nicotine ad- addiction, mm. it's sort of like a caffeine addiction. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. So I think the espresso seven sugars is his usual, like, too much gene, mm. of, but, like, too much of the wrong part. Gross. <laughs> like, so, seven espresso, one sugar is bad. less gross, but worse. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, like, probably worse for your heart, but... I've heard an espresso only has as much... Uh, caffeine is a cup of coffee yes so yeah you know no it's probably fine i just like there's something about an espresso that um just feels like a lot of caffeine so yeah uh, because it's small our author is my darling benedict the summary says um a madman named sherlock enters the coffee shop one day despite have despite apparently hating coffee he starts coming in every day John's definitely not interested in an idiot who's rude to half the staff. And even if he were, Sherlock's too busy with his mysterious paperwork to notice a lowly barista. Right? Of course he's a barista. Mm-hmm. The power dynamic of you and a barista. Mm. Does the barista have the power? I guess they can get you free drinks, which is very enticing. I think they have the power because they can destroy me emotionally when that one time a barista called me Dave. <laughs> 
<sighs> Fair. That was a low moment only because, like, I just was really like, why? I just, I had to walk up there. And, and see the name written out to be like, all right. I fine. Yes. Right. Uh, and honestly, it was a very white dress, blue dress situation. I blink and I could see Dave. I blink and I can see Claire. But it was really a weird moment being like, am I stealing someone's coffee? But for real? But and there's no one in here that looks like a Dave. No, I'm the last person in line. And there's only one coffee. And he very boldly called Dave. And then <laughs> I had to walk up and be like, caramel macchiato? And he was like, yep. And yes, I was Dave. Like, yes, Dave. One espresso, seven sugars, said a deep voice. John looked up from the register, raising an eyebrow. How much? Okay, I actually don't know the answer to this. How much is a sugar? Like when you get coffee with one sugar, how much sugar is it? I think it's like probably like a, like a teaspoon. Probably, yeah, That's it's probably like so half of a much? teaspoon, maybe, but it's still. That's a good like a lot. two tablespoons. Of sugar when I think of like a packet of sugar, it's probably like half. That's a sugar, right? Uh-huh, 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 yeah. Regardless, this is too many sugars. I don't like this. <laughs> the customer was about 18, tall and pale, with a long coat and dark curls falling across his forehead. All right, said John. He grabbed an espresso cup and opened his Sharpie. Name? I can't. Do they have tiny No, they have cups? regular cups and it's just a small amount they put in it. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they don't give you, like, a Barbie oh. cup. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to imagine, like, reaching like a- into a drive through or across, like, a Like a little tiny counter. shot glass. But like yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah, with like a little like lid. a little Dixie cup that you used to like spit into at the dentist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what they put it in. But then yeah. like with a lid. <laughs> with Sherlock. John wrote down Sherlock's name. Not sure if he was spelling it right. It was a strange name. In the order, then passed the cup off to Molly to be filled. That'll be one pound, said John. The man, Sherlock, paid without saying another word. As there were no other customers at the moment, John was free to watch him. Sherlock paced back and forth impatiently, and when Molly handed him his cup, he downed it in one gulp. John, ugh, just, John was glad to be watching. The idiot made a disgusted face and threw the cup in the trash, storming out. Not your fault, John told Molly. Who orders an espresso with that many sugars? He should have gotten a latte or something if he doesn't like coffee's bitterness. Molly looked dazed. Hmm? She asked. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't mind. He was awfully good looking, don't you think? I hope he comes back. I guess he was sort of pretty, but you can have him. I'm not gay, said John. Mm-hmm. Of course you're not, said Molly. She smirked at him and ruffled his hair. He ran off to the bathroom to flatten his hair in the mirror. Six months later, Sherlock had become a regular. He found a drink he liked. Americana coffee. Black. With four sugars. That's a good compromise. <laughs> yeah, yes. That sounds like an actual drink that someone could get. Right. Like, probably a little sugary, but, like, not bad. Mm. I haven't had an Americano, actually. Mm. Like, not prepared. Um... Uh, I've probably had some. I've put water in coffee. I've before. put water in coffee because <laughs> I've done that, but uh, not not like a, a nicely prepared one. There'd been a few weeks of experimentation with milk and syrups before he settled. He settled on something simpler. He came in every day now, always at a different time. He'd sometimes be waiting near the door before they opened at five a.m. Other times they'd have to kick him out at closing. Usually he got his drink and left without saying a word. He merely left two quid on the counter. He demanded that they keep the change. He couldn't be bothered with coins, and waited for them to fill his drink. The entire staff learned Sherlock's name in order very quickly. He shouted at them in the, in the beginning when he discovered the staff members who hadn't met him yet failed to know what he liked, as if he expected the staff to have meetings and discuss the momentous occasion in which Sherlock finally decided what coffee he liked. Sometimes, Sherlock would come in with his laptop with several armfuls of papers or books. He would spread out at a corner table, taking up four seats and terrorizing anyone who came near him. 
If an employee pointed out that it had been several hours since he last ordered something, he'd either hand them a 20-pound note or shoo them away, or he'd loudly tell them to shut up. It depended on his mood. Sure. Is this canonical with, like, his actual personality? Because I don't like him right now. <laughs> yes, this is uh, this is what Sherlock is. He's an unlikable genius or something. Uh. Yes, um, one of those, like, dark and moody types. He's kind of anti-hero-y a little, but, uh, like, not... He's just a dick. I get bored with these men. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, honestly, maybe he is an antihero because his motivation is like that he likes to solve puzzles, not necessarily that he cares that yeah, murderers are cost. Yeah, the very least seems very selfish based on his attitude at this coffee shop. Oh, yeah. No, and that's, that's him. Yes. That's who he is. Uh-huh. Sherlock's behavior was the most interesting part of John's job. John only worked about 12 hours a week, taking a few shifts on weekends to earn spending money while he was at uni. He usually had evening rugby practices on weekdays, plus homework, so it was hard to find time to come in then. Sherlock was fascinating. Some weeks, John would arrive in the afternoon and discover that Sherlock had already come and gone. Other times, if he was lucky, Sherlock would arrive around the same time as him, and John would be able to observe him during his entire shift. "'What do you reckon those papers are?' Molly whispered. They debated about it frequently, hiding behind the counter and staring at Sherlock while he worked. "'Doesn't look like homework.' John pursed his lips and tilted his head. "'Maybe he works for the government.' No, said Molly. Irene says he had a picture of a decapitated corpse yesterday. You don't think the government's chopping people's heads off, do you? Mm. Of course not. (laughs) Maybe he's studying to be a doctor like me. Go ask him. What? said John, looking at her. Don't be stupid, Molly. He hates being disturbed. He's not texting anyone today. He only texts on days he's relaxed. Molly laughed at him, taking... He does canonically love texting. Um, in the BBC Sherlock. Not the... not the written... Molly laughed. Taking notes on him, are you? Please, John, have a go. You've been pining over him since he first walked in here. I haven't. He's only shouted at you twice. That's nothing. Anderson gets harassed so often he's thinking of quitting. John shrugged. He didn't particularly like Anderson anyway. Nobody does. Uh, Sherlock doesn't want to talk to me. He may tolerate me, but I'm just a barista. He comes here for it. Should it be baristo? Is barista gender neutral? Sure. I mean, I've never called someone a baristo, but... I'm just thinking Italian. A baristo. I don't know. He comes here for coffee on a free table, not someone to chat with. I'll give him your number, Molly threatened. What? I'll write it on his cup the next time I'm on the register. I'll do it on a Monday and you won't be able to stop me. Molly, you wouldn't dare. This is something you would do. And I would, I don't know, probably be annoyed. Only because. Or dare somebody? You would write my number on somebody, but only like, you would be like, I met this wonderful woman for you. And I'd be like, well. Stop that. I'd be like, you I keep doing this. <laughs> I'd be like, can you not? I love that, but no. Molly, don't you dare. Go chat with him then. If he shouts, you owe me 10 pounds. Fine, go. It was eight o'clock on a Saturday night. Hardly anyone was in the shop, so John could afford to leave Molly at the counter alone. Afraid to approach Sherlock empty-handed, he made another cup of Sherlock's coffee and picked up a chocolate cupcake, which would be thrown out at closing time anyway if no one ate it. The male version of barista is baristi or barman. Baristi. 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 <laughs> I needed to know. <laughs> it's not like... Um, but in, in English, it is gender neutral. That makes sense. Well, and I'm not... I don't go into Starbucks or a coffee shop and be like, excuse me, barista. Like, I just say like, hi, can excuse I please me, have... barista. Barista. Chop, chop. Hello, John said cautiously as he approached the table where Sherlock sat. I, er, brought you some more coffee and a snack on the house. Thought you might need something since you've been here a while. That's such hardcore flirting. Like, if a barista brought me anything, I'd be like, 
Are we doing it? At one time that happened to me uh, at the shop that was by our house when we lived oh. were in college. And he just kept bringing us like, I don't know, lattes or something. And it just like kept happening. Like every two hours he would just give us a new latte. And I was like, I thank you. You but I'm not going to pay for seven lattes or however many it's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, um, is there drugs in here? What is going on? What? Are you flirting with me? I'm here with people. That is suspicious. That is very weird. He just was like practicing lattes. I think he was just bored because there was just, just like yeah, people he was just... <laughs> Hopefully. He doesn't own the coffee shop. He's like, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All of this milk is going bad. You're lactose intolerant. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but he was just bringing you lattes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not leaving this table, said Sherlock, without looking up. In the middle of something. Oh, no. Er, I wasn't. It's fine. You can stay. I was trying to be nice. John looked at the table and realized there was no room for food or drink. The papers were covering the entire surface. And that, friends, is all you get for a preview of our first episode of our Patreon, Steam and Cream. You can hear the rest by heading over to patreon.com forward slash podcast and join for $5 a month. We hope you'll join us there and hang out in our virtual coffee shop every other Monday, and hopefully we'll read something steamy enough for a couple of snaps. Until then, find us at Fine Pairings Podcast on Tumblr, Instagram, and TikTok, or on Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter. And you can always email us at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com. 